Another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Knightrider Givanisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey man, how's business? Sup? Uh, really good now that we finally shipped this beast mm. and things are starting to uh relax what a little bit. You, what beast are you talking about? I'm talking about the uh getlasso.co website plugin and um and the hub, yeah, app, we, the app, .getlasso.co. Yeah. yeah, we launched uh, what I'm calling Lasso 2.0 colon Neon Cowboy. Or, or I guess it's more like a... Yeah. Uh, so if you um, if you do affiliate marketing, you should check out getlasso.co. Just saying. Yeah. That's a, I'm, I'm really good at sales. <laughs> I'm not really not a sell something. Yeah, go, uh, check it out. Have a little go at it. Who knows? Okay, well, um, yeah, business is good, right? Mm. Yeah, Things how about you, good. dude? Eh, I, I mean, you know, the Amazon thing hurt. That's uh, still mm. hurting. We looked at the numbers yesterday, finally. Yeah, they get they, they slashed them. You went from uh, mid-7%. Yeah. Uh, de- like, you know, um, percent of revenue that you sent to Amazon to a hair's breadth below 3%. Yep. What are you going to do? You got you to gotta pivot. So... Um, working with some people on the internet, uh, you, uh, Gail from authority hacker, some other people, uh, talking about doing some experiments on money lab to improve revenue in other places and affiliate marketing with lasso. Hmm. Uh, actually that's what I did all day yesterday was I spent all day in lasso at some university, just improving, you know, descriptions and changing things. And you helped me with a large swath of code that I, I needed help with. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I heard you know you told me that you told Stephanie like wow I actually <laughs> like Lasso I yeah. was like I was like woo <laughs> wow this kid who's been working on this for I don't know over a year <laughs> yeah I mean you know what it was it was the keyword thing mm. I, every time I use it I'm just like oh my god this is pretty awesome I was just like entered a keyword what was it yesterday oh um I was in some university and oh so I was in some university. I have one pool brush that I recommend, right? Mm. And so it was out of stock because Lasso is like, it's out uh. of stock. So I was like, okay, but it's just, it's titled like, you know, heavy duty aluminum pool brush. And so I went into Amazon and I found another, you know, heavy duty aluminum pool brush that wasn't out of stock, just replaced the URL, fixed it. Then I was like, uh, let me add the keyword pool brush in. It found all the times I've used the phrase pool brush on my website and i just like toggled turn them into affiliate links took the keyword out i was good to go i just Ooh. added like like six or seven more affiliate links to my site because i was just like, i was just in it because like, you're well. bored you just was, like, yeah, well, i might as well while i'm in here just monetize my site you know yeah bored is not what i am right now. <laughs> um yeah i am very busy i, I burned out last week hmm. took the weekend off watched uh the first season of sopranos and then Monday was rough <laughs> coming back to it. It's been, it got better after I think you and I did this huge code thing where I had to replace a bunch of stuff in the database for my WordPress site. It was like, it was a big, like stress relief, stress reliever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not to be cryptic about it. It was just, we were just, I just had to switch a bunch of short codes over. So 
Anyway, about seventeen thousand. Yeah, about seventeen thousand. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> so we had to write custom code just to do it, but we did it. Hmm. Otherwise, I would have had to do it manually. That would have been a bitch. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. In this episode, we're going to be answering five questions from Money Lab listeners. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Okay. Well, in this episode, we're answering your questions. Ow, my cat just bit my arm. (laughs) Not your cat's questions. Your questions. I forgot this is in video. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thanks to everyone who submitted a question over Twitter or email keep them coming because we love doing this type of episode. So let's let's get into it. Ready? Yeah. This first one is from Rob. He said, I built a baseball website over the past year. It has affiliate links to one of the big sports ticket companies. I made a ton of SEO improvements over the winter. And this website had hockey stick ranking growth in Ahrefs from January to March. And then (sighs) MLB Mm. delayed the season and the ticket company suspended their affiliate program. I'm not sure if the ticket company will bring back the program or if they'll even stay in business. What would you do in this situation? Let me let me let let my website sit and hope that things fall back into place for the 2021 season or take some kind of action now and try to come ahead of this post-pandemic or is this whole thing just a lost cause? I I have some thoughts. Okay. I please. Uh this Cousin of Laura's came mm-hmm. over. He was really interested in building a website, whatever. He's like super into sports, um, baseball specifically. Mm. And uh, we wound up like looking into like websites he could do and, you know, ideas. And I never really want to compete anymore. And so we we're like really looking kind of in like the no competition realm. And there's a lot of like gear, like gloves, cleats, and tangential baseball things. And I know his ca- his content may not be that around that but mm-hmm. he's probably an authority in baseball related things um and it's close enough right and so he, i think he might be able to parlay okay so you would you're, you're talking about parlaying the content completely i'm Not, saying the content that he has yeah uh, so i'm okay there, there's one thing where you kind of like re-monetize his content i'm saying yeah. grow broad so okay so pivot a bit because you already have this thing you built, right? right? And it's already and like it, when the season comes back and maybe a new affiliate program pops up or there's a ton they, of people that sell back. tickets and you know yeah. StubHub, whatever. Sure. Not, right. So 
you're saying that like, okay, well, that's just probably a lost cause this season, right? Mm. So, all right. I, I think I agree with you because I'm just thinking about Swim University. And if you were saying, if you said to me, uh, no one's using their pool. Like this season, for some reason, like there's a, you know, something happened where like no one's using their pool. What would you do at Swim University? I would, I would, I would shift into backyard things. Because I'm close to like your pool's in your backyard. You can still use your backyard. Mm. So I would just start producing content around that. Or I would, yeah, or yeah, or even maybe, yeah, that's like probably what I would do. Maybe that's kind of the move for swim you in general is um, there are things that you'd use in the backyard that aren't classified as backyard things. Like, I don't know, the best Bluetooth Mm. water proof speaker yeah we have yeah we have those i actually I was, I was on last day yesterday and i actually was working on that <laughs> yeah. one yeah nailed it uh but yeah subtle that's, plug that's, that's yeah <laughs> good at subtle plugs uh yeah that could be something hmm. i don't you know but he, all right the question though is he has all this content and i mean he, he needs to make some money from you don't it. think it's a lost cause i don't think the website's a lost cause I, i'll tell you what if you're looking to sell it i might i might buy it for fire sale prices if, and if what would you do with good. it? Well, one, like I would, I would probably just wait. Just um, wait. Obviously, the MLB is coming back. That's a how many billion dollar year yeah, thing. Right, obviously, um, there's literally, I think, senators like hemming and hawing about whatever. Yeah. So, so one, obviously, it has value for when it comes back. Um, maybe there's memorabilia type things. Maybe yeah. there are online ESPN style packages where I know yeah. they're still talking about whatever. Um, do you, I mean, I don't know. Could you build your own product in this field? How to get a box seat when none exist or not a box seat season <laughs> tickets when none exist or, you know, how to get the beer guy to come across the stadium for you. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There might, or maybe like there's a, is there a fantasy baseball going on? Maybe mm. that's like for like older seasons. I don't know. Ah, that can't be. No, there's no way they would do that. I, <laughs> Uh, this is how much I, I mean, I played baseball in school, but I don't know much about the industry that well. And I, I mean, think, I kind of wish I knew the domain just so I could even poke. Yeah. Like in the future, if we were given the domain, we don't have to say it, but we could kind of dig in and. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things like you, you do a combination of like, yes. I mean, you sit on it where you definitely, you definitely keep it. You definitely Worst like, case you sit on it. Yeah. I would never do nothing, but you could at least hold. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rob, I hope that answers your question in some capacity. I know like this is a topic that's very specific. Uh and even in even in the baseball niche it's very specific. So, uh whole, uh, yeah, again, I think I think there's stuff you can do there for sure. Um okay, this next one comes from Jason. What are your favorite strategies for helping drive traffic to a newer website that you've built? Like oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I want to I want to split this up into two different strategies. Okay. Short term and long term, mm-hmm. just that simple. So, what are your favorite short term strategies for driving traffic? I don't do short term. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't know. Tweet a lot. I I just don't do anything that's short term. Let me let me call up all my influencers and see yeah. if they can send. Okay, no, yeah. that's an answer. I like that answer actually because I feel the same way. Like people people email me. They're like, hey, you I should be on your podcast, and I'm like. No, I, I'm not replying, and you're not. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. What? What? Then? What's your favorite? I mean, your favorite's SEO, right? Just 
I think I think it's like what we're doing for Lasso now, mm. which is what we're kind of doing for some of my other sites where we find these zero competition things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we in Ahrefs. In Ahrefs, and we just kind of create for it. So for Lasso, because we could talk about that, there's all these people search for blank affiliate program. And these are literally the customers that we want for Lasso. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. created a bunch of automated pages best food affiliate programs or, or the specific affiliate program name. They're all like no competition. We're already in the first page for most of them. Right. You know, and uh, I'd kind of do stuff like that. Okay. So just like really low competition on Ahrefs. Does, does traffic search volume even matter? Maybe not even. You know, I think people underestimate the value of like a 500 or a 200 volume keyword where it's not the only keyword you're going to rank for. You're going to rank yeah. for hundreds or thousands of keywords if it's good. Added up all these hundreds of whatever. It's meaningful traffic. Yeah. And like you start day zero with zero difficulty. And year two, year three, maybe you're going to five difficulty, ten difficulty. You yeah. Wait till you could punch in that weight class. Okay. What about, uh, what would you say to somebody who, you know, yeah, let's say they want to create content for like a 200 volume a month keyword. Like how they have to write for that? They're going to sit there and spend an entire If it's super specific. If it's like how do I buy an online pool course? Mhm. You know <laughs> right. like, well, like I think you should write that, Matt. Like yeah. you sell yeah. it on, you know, those tend to be more specific. And what mm-hmm. we found is the more specific the keyword, the higher quality the audience. Passive yeah. income was like my white whale. And it turned out it was just a bunch of really low quality visitors. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it's a lot. Hmm. But it's a lot. And you can get them all to sign up for survey websites. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, okay. I mean, I think that's kind of answers that I think for me, I am, I, I, uh, I take a different approach, I guess, which is like, I, I target high volume, but very specific but also like low difficult, low to medium difficulty Mm. where it's like, you know, I don't, you know, yes, I don't want to target affiliate marketing as a keyword. I'm going to, Mm. (laughs) there's a whole experiment about it, but I like to, I, it's like you said, punch up when you hit your weight class, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, what was your analogy? It was a, was that a boxing Uh, analogy? (laughs) Punch punch above your weight class. Yeah. Okay. So is, is that uh, it, maybe I think it's just, I think it's a boxing analogy. Who okay. the fuck knows? I don't know. Uh, but the I but so what I do is yeah I swing for the fences. Mm-hmm. Another to reference a baseball uh, another sports reference I know nothing about. I like to go big or go home. Okay, but you have a solid base. I did it with brew cabin. And- but see the thing is is that brew cabin started already as mm-hmm. super specific. Like mm-hmm. home brewing is pretty specific. As, as a niche, you know what I mean? If yeah. I was just doing beer in general, that's a lot, little bit larger. If I was doing personal finance, huge category. But mm-hmm. if I was just doing like, you know, uh, debt consolidation. as like Student a single, loans you know, student for loan. lizards or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. Then it, like, if that's already your entire website. Like the the pool in which you're getting those keywords from is already going to be in your favor. Oh, okay. You don't I need to have a massive yes. website, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, yeah, but I still like to do, I still like to go big because I feel like when you, and I, I, I actually coined, I'm coining, I'm coining it right now. 
Go big or go home? Is that your? <laughs> no, I'm I'm calling it the moonshot technique. <laughs> which the idea is shoot for the moon, land in the stars. Okay. So so the idea. Wait, I think is, it's I th- that's the reverse because the stars are further away. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not. A, it's, it's like not, shoot to be a millionaire and become a multi billionaire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit happens. It's a a phrase. But the idea, the idea being that like the stars are smaller to our eye on the earth, you know, so I guess that's kind of what it means. But the idea is like analogies with Matt Jiminy. It's a whole new podcast. But if we, if you like, yeah, the idea is like go for the big, hard, difficult keyword. And in the process of going for that, you will end up ranking for for all these smaller. That you didn't even research. Yeah. That you didn't even know were out there because how how would you? Mm. It would be hard to find those. And then you then you do rank for very specific things while trying to go for the very big thing. And that's kind of my strategy. It's like go, yeah, right. And I think and the subtext to your strategy that's super important is you have to like really kill it with a thing you oh, create. Oh, you have to kill it. Yeah. You have to like put your heart and soul into it, which you clearly do. Yeah. And it's um it's not the easiest one, but you create less and you gain, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're not making these micro posts, you know, it's like, you're not looking for long tail keywords, writing this micro 500 to a thousand word post and kind of being like, all right, do it again. It's like, no, you're working for like a week. Cause <laughs> on... truth be told these, these zero competition things we're trying to rank for. You've seen what we create. We're not trying to change the world with these things. Oh, no, we're just God, trying no. to, you know, be better than just trying to get a page on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, okay. That's from Jason. Appreciate that. We think about that a lot, actually. Hmm. Um, okay. Third question. Alex asks, how do you set up a business with multiple people or friends? Our plan is to split everything three ways. I know the usual establishing roles and having it in writing, but beyond that, what should be done here? What's the best way to pay each owner should we have a bank account with the business capital before paying ourselves? Oh, such a meaty question. Yeah, I know. So many uh, things. I can tell you, I can tell you right off the bat, you're not splitting that three ways equally. Yeah, no. That's because that's that's hard math, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a point right. three 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 three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard math. That's true. <laughs> um that's that's a recipe for disaster. Uh yeah, I, I think um the problem with working with other people, you know, I always want to work with other people and you always mm-hmm. kind of try and um, the problem is them matching your intensity or, or you feeling that they are contributing worthy of their space. Yeah. Do um, you think that's everybody or is that just you? Because I feel the same way, but we are different. I think. Look, I, I would love to be part of a team where I just hang out and drink beers and tell everyone what I think. They do the work, and I get paid as much as they do. I would love to be part of that team. If you have no, a team with a spot for that, let me know. You won't. You will never do that. <laughs> no, I mean, I have to do it. I, I have, have, to, do. To, I have yeah. to, like... You have to get into it. Yeah. Or else you don't feel... Or else you'll just feel like shit. I would also say I think three people are too many people. There's, there's well, one okay. too many. Uh, okay. Um, what if they all do very different roles? So um, Y Combinator rarely takes single founder companies and almost never takes three founder companies, which says a lot 
for yeah. the importance of I think of it's two. because it's like it's product and sales. That's pretty much it. And it's like if you have somebody who's in charge of like the marketing products or the marketing and sales side of things and you have somebody in charge of the product side of things, like that's like the perfect combination. And it doesn't right? have to be hard and fast. There can and will be crossover, but somebody needs there there needs to be an ass on the line for the thing. And it's not even about blame. Like, I don't think that we ever blame like, oh, Matt, that was like totally your fault. I don't think we've ever said something like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you know, like, I know this is this is I have to do this. This is mine. I'm the responsible party. You know, let's let's put it out there that you and I have a very different. um, We have a history of a partnership not working out Mm -hmm. and then learned so much from that. Don't you wish you stayed a partner, though? Yeah, a hundred percent. But also, I'm like, I'm super glad we went through that because now we know what to avoid, how you know? to do it. Yeah, yeah, how to do it. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, fifty fifty never works. Uh, I've done, I've done a three way partnership that did not work out with with Spruce Metrics with Jason Zook and uh, this guy Conrad. There needs to did, be a leader, and yeah, there needs to be a leader. It, it needs to be, uh, and they should get paid. They should their percentage should be more, and they, they should be compensated for that get, leadership beaten harder yeah you know? yeah they're, they're yeah they should work i mean the thing is it's like it really is about work it's about the work because like you're the gonna output. become yeah because you're you're gonna become resentful when you feel like you're doing all the work and somebody who's making just as much as you is doing so much less and being rewarded the same it's just that's just the way it is so you know? how do you feel about having roles in writing uh i don't necessarily care about right in writing i don't care about that i care about it like you said you were gonna do that matt <laughs> yeah but i, I think I that mean, that's... we've never done that uh, you know no 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 well oh, hold on if, if I, mean, I can't trust if, if you're like hey andrew i will take care of the support process if, if i don't believe that then, sure. then it's not a. I don't you know, think writing's going to change that. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, let me just pencil my name in for <laughs> yeah. like logo design. Right. No, I did I, the logo I, design. I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. Right. I, I think um, what we, I mean, the way we did lasso was correct. Lasso it, was yeah. very technical. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a core, it's a ink, C C corp, C corp, and there's shares and vesting schedule, vesting schedules, and yeah, there's like a yeah. And there's a and our our percentages are disparate. You know, you are a majority shareholder. I am not, and we are the only two people. One of the things, the reason we did C Corp because we were talking about this, mm-hmm. and all of our other businesses are LLCs. The problem is, if it was an LLC, our tax returns would be like inexplicably tied together forever. Yeah, and so the cool thing with shares is it kind of keeps. Matt's things, Matt's thing, and Andrew's things, Andrew's thing. You know, mm-hmm. shares have value, so people might need to be bought out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you could do your taxes by yourself, and I could do my taxes yeah. by myself. Right. Um, I, I want to point out here too is is there's the overhead best? with that though, and it's a pain what, in the butt. What's let's let's just go into our thing. What's mm-hmm. what's going to be our strategy for paying each for paying us mm-hmm. when when Lasso becomes profitable so all right let, let's talk about it i kind of think that we're mind melted on it but mm-hmm. um i think that there is a certain level of profitability mm-hmm. where we feel uh we can't put more like more money into the business doesn't, doesn't mean more yeah. right like if like we and i think right now we're at a point where it's like um we're funded 
by by us. And so mm-hmm. if we wanted to spend a thousand dollars, we would spend a thousand dollars. Yeah. So I think it's really profitability for us in that regard. Just means we can take. Right. That and, that's my yeah. And we are gonna have a bank account. There is a bank we account. We do, yeah. For that specific business in that name. And we both have, have access to- because mm-hmm. if if you can't trust the person you're going into business with, with a bank account, like don't do yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> good point. And at a certain point, I think, um, you know, we will have a buffer in that account before mm. we start withdrawing a, a pay. And, and, I guess and we, we already pay- do. We already have like a 9,000 yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, uh, are we going to do payroll or are we going to do like di- distributions? What do you think? So I, I was thinking, you know, I, we would, we could have this conversation on the show. I was thinking you already take payroll through your mm-hmm. companies. I already take yeah. payroll through mine. The C Corp is technically taxed twice. I, I say we just take uh, dividends. Distributions. distributions. Yeah. So we're mm-hmm. taxed at a lesser rate for all lasso income, which may work out if if it's going to be the size we think it's going to be. The vast majority of our money will be taxed at a much lower rate. Yeah. Uh, it's a very complicated way to say, <laughs> I think, um, I, I these think are should... all things that are like, so cart before the horse, we I have know. businesses already and stuff. And so if you're starting from scratch, uh, I don't even know if I would make an LLC yet, but we started lasso from scratch and I'm kind of glad we did it the way we did it. Yeah. Because same. we learned our lesson the first time. Cause we didn't do it that way. Because what happens in- is when there's a breakup of which there will inevitably be, or there will be a shifting in the mm-hmm. order of whatever, there needs to be something of buying out, you know, of like share processor. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd say just do it. It's not that hard. I would say go to, sh- if you're going to look into specifically SAS, Stripe Atlas. Ah, uh, just going to say that. So Stripe yeah. Atlas, it's, it's a uh, $500. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to do all the paperwork, set you up. You get a Stripe account. You can get a bank account with Aslo, A-Z-L-O, yeah. which is what we use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all digital. It's awesome. Syncs with Stripe, blah, blah, blah. Um, they're going to set you up in Delaware, and they'll set you up with, um, I forget what it's called, the the uh, uh, representative that lives in Delaware. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Register agent. Yeah, registered agent, and you get billed it. It gets billed through Stripe, and when you're in Stripe, so first of all, you get all these shares. You can be a C corp, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's all fancy, um, and then as part of Stripe Atlas, you get all of these credits to all of these services that exist. For example, we have a five thousand dollar credit to AWS, of which mm, we maybe right. use like a hundred dollars. And like, I'm like, hey Matt, we're gonna spin up the server. I think yeah. long term, it'll be like fifteen dollars a month. You know. Like literally doesn't matter. So you get, and that's like a small part of what you get. And so $500, you get this baller setup, Mm -hmm. you divvy out shares, and then you get uh, a bunch of tools at super discounted prices. So you could literally build your startup for, for cheap. Yeah. And there's a ton of information on there because I didn't know any of this stuff. And you just sent me articles from Stripe Atlas and I read them all and I was just like, oh. And they literally, yeah, tell you how to do it. And I think there's a, um, I think there's like a famous blogger who runs that. I think I think it's I think his name is Patrick McKinsey. I think I'm right about mm. that. I think he runs the Stripe blog specifically. And mm. I was like, oh, because it's very well written. It's oh, like it's incredibly it's, and their expert snip thing snippet yeah. is just really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh so Alex, I hope that answers your question in some capacity. And uh, real quick, funding yeah. in the bank, 
proportional to your ownership? Yes, because don't start a business with anyone who doesn't have skin in the game. Oh yeah, I had to pay to be I had to pay money to be mm-hmm. part of Lasso. Min- minimum, very minimum, minimum. But still, you yeah. you have other skin in in. We have yeah. so much skin, literal skin. Andrew's been I've been sending it to him. <laughs> shaving UPS, it off, just shaving yeah. it off. Just with a pumice stone. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, all right, thank you, Alex. And moving on to James's uh, question: What's the best business to start as a side hustle right now, and why? Best side hustle to start right now. I mean, I think it has to be some kind of. I know. I all right. Here's what I know, and I'm and I'm I'm assuming this question is being asked to us because of like the quarantine and COVID nineteen, right? So let's just mm-hmm. let's just take that into context. Um, and I would say that like I know right now, um, like consultants are not like wow. they kind of got. What that's what? Oh no! I, you're like kind of. I thought I was. I thought I was gonna go this angle. You didn't. I think. I think we're kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah, I don't think that's the way to go. I would say so. There's the super long term, which is like you know, build your online thing. Yeah, and build it's an like, asset. You know, blog, whatever. Like this is like this Sass stupid, even. stupid labels for building an online presence that earns you money. Yeah, it could take many forms, and we're we're practicing in multiple of them. But I think this whole consultant thing, um, maybe you take your skills to somebody uh, that you admire or you could learn from and you kind of like refine yourself through that. So like you start as an apprentice and you learn on her. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. And then like after working for Matt Givenisi for five years, then you, you know, do your then you do your own thing. Yeah, I don't mean I don't. Uh, yeah, consultancies uh, when it comes to like marketing and stuff. I know a lot of companies have like that's the first thing they cut is like, oh, we're spending this on money on marketing when the economy is doing terrible. Mm. No, and so uh, in that, I guess in a in a marketing perspective, consultancy is probably not where you want to be. To be um, clear, and I don't know that. For, I don't know that for sure. Sexy because you're still on the the treadmill where you have to run for right. ages. So so you're saying to like kind of like be taken under someone else's wing as a side hustle? I would say if you were to start, I think the best way to start is to, it's like, I like, Hey Matt, will you mentor me? No, no, I won't. No, mentor right, you. right. I have a ton of shit to do. Yeah. The way, the way you get a mentor is you get, you slip in there by providing massive value. As and you just continue to private massive value. Well, they, you got to be careful with saying massive value to these people because we're talking massive value doesn't mean like, uh, sending me an email and it's like, I'll help you. Uh, I don't want I... your opinion. I want you no. to pick up a shovel and start digging. Yeah, right, right. It, it's very different. Everyone wants <laughs> yeah. to tell you what they think. I don't want to know what yeah, you think. Yeah, it's like, oh, you want to do email outreach? Deliver value. Yeah, like, or no, no, tell me what you think and then do it. Take, Make it, it for a me. real thing on your yeah. own without me. Right. And I think like the the... If someone came and they were, they were, they didn't know anything, but they were going to work harder than anyone else. They were going to just dig ditches all night, every day, whatever. They'll eventually get better. You'll move them up. You're going to be teaching them everything you want because you want them to stay. So you think the best business to start is getting a job? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the best way to learn how to build a business is from somebody who did it already. I mean, look, I think the best business to build is a content business. You think it is? Yeah. I mean, it, the the cost 
is so low to create mm-hmm. and uh the the land is so fertile okay uh i got this question see you smirking uh, at the word fertile <laughs> no, <laughs> you're making me sound like a child no i um all right i think uh james asked this on twitter because i think he was like if you were gonna i think doug asked me this too it's like if you were gonna start a business today mm. like matt you have nothing you know maybe you have the skills that you have but like you basically have nothing what would you start and my answer was SaaS. it's the hardest business to build it's like literally like not easy but yeah. I feel like it's the most long-term lucrative. I think that's I think that's why we're both super in on Lasso is yeah. we had this long conversation. Uh, you had picked me up in your car. We're going down to Philly. And I yeah. basically explained how all of my businesses, and I believe your businesses, are going to die. And right now, like, we're fighting tooth and nail to keep Listen Money Matters, like, flat. Mm-hmm. Because all these people see what we do, then they like copy all our shit, yeah. and there's just it's just so hard for no reason. It the, it's because the barrier of entry is low, so it's yes, which is it's, it's fertile. Easiest. Yeah, well, right, it's the easiest business to start. Fertile, <laughs> fertile. It's the, no, it's, the, <laughs> it's the easiest business to start, but it is the hardest. I think just like with with I think it's like reversed. I think SaaS and content are, are reversed, right? Where it's like SaaS is incredibly hard to start, but maybe slow easy. ramp up. You have yeah, a but, job, keep your job. Right. Until... But like once you get going, like once you are in it, it's like you can kind of like perpetuate yeah. it. But content is like easy to start up and really easy to get high. And then like, but to keep it and grow even higher is harder. And it's super spiky. Yeah. And it's, oh, you're, it's a, it's a volatile roller coaster. Hmm. Yeah, one so month I, you make ten thousand. The next month you make forty thousand. Like, yeah, and I could be, and I think I, I, I could be talking out of school here because I mean, I run a content business that I know very well, and I run a few, mm. uh, and I am literally going through the dip of of the like one of the bigger dips in the in the in the time <laughs> that I've had it. Um, I don't really know what SaaS is like on the other side. You know, mm. I only know that we've been doing it for what two years now, and we're still like. Not even close to it. Product being market fit is hard. A real thing. And I think yeah. it's like until you get there, and I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel it now, but until you get yeah. there, you're just treading water. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess the best business to start is the one you'll actually finish. And by finish, you mean work on for the rest of your life forever. <laughs> because yes. that's actually what it is. Yes, until you until you bury it in the ground. <laughs> Yeah, I get. Yeah. Or the one you the one you'll stick with, because that was Swim University. Like, I, dude, like easiest business to start. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, took me seven years to even get for it to be full time. There has to be something in it for you that like pulls on your strings, because if it's just quick money, you're going to be over it before. you. I'll say this. The business must be an asset of some kind. Yeah. Right. I, I think, uh, you know, starting a side hustle consulting business, like, yeah, you're in a hamster wheel forever. Like, mm. you know, you'll be trading, you're trading your hours for money mm. forever. Uh, try scaling that. It's a tough one, you know, but if you start building an asset, you can, you can escape that asset with your, you know, you can not work on it and it still make money for you. You know, I, you know, you and I consider ourselves uh fire, right? But I am on not. fire, yeah. You you are, <laughs> but I'm I'm not really. But like, if I stopped working, I would still be earning money. Yeah, because I spent the last 
15 years, dude, 15 years building a single asset. Still needs work. <laughs> Still yeah. working on it. You know, th- that's like kind of the beauty is like you see these little like, you know, the next step. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, James, thank you for your question. And finally, Daniel asks, how do you find your very own Andrew Fiebert or match of an EC? <laughs> that's uh, humbling. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I can only tell you the story about how Andrew and I met, mm. which was through uh, fizzle.co. And we were both in this like uh, you mean moneylab.co slash fizzle. Sorry. (laughs) Terrible affiliate marketer. Uh, Yes. Moneylab.co slash fizzle. Uh, (laughs) It is a business training and I highly recommend it. Mm. And you and I are both a part of it. It's a community as well. And if anything, it's it's like gets you for the videos, but it's a community first. Yes. And you and I met through there because I think Either I reached out to you where I was like, I saw this website. It was a financial website. I was at the time I was learning about personal finance because I wanted to start my own business. And like I was uh, I needed like to be better with my money personally before I could start my own business or else I'd fail because I would be getting I may be making money, but I'd be spending it faster than I made it. So I found your site. You're a part of Fizzle. I think I reached out to you and said, like, this site's really good. You know, it's like it's you know, sometimes it's rare when you when you are around people and you find a site that's like, whoa, you did a really good job with this. Holy shit. And then it was like, oh, you're not too far away. Like he, you saw some university. You're like, this is cool. And then we kind of just like parlayed it from a, a DM in the fizzle community to a Skype uh, relationship. And then it quickly turned into uh, we were doing the podcast together. Hmm. Uh, the list of money matters podcast, not this one. Uh, so that's how we found each other. But how would you find how would you find another me if you had to do it today? How would you I would email Listen Money Matters? Yeah. Email list. Uh, I was hoping I was on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, in many ways, I, I feel like Sean is mm-hmm. like early stages of that. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, if I was, if you're, I think like the best is when you're kind of at the same level and we were both at that same yeah. point, brought very different things to the table. I think you have to, I, I tried meetups, like in-person meetups. I feel like I everyone too. was a wannabe, you know? Yeah. So you have uh, to find somebody who's already doing something that you admire, right? Easier online because there's just so many more people you could, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I would say that they have to possess the opposite skill set of you or they have to fulfill your weakness. And you don't want to both be competing to do that no, one thing. No. And then well, be well, blind to the other half of. Yeah. And in that case, like, so we both were able to build websites, but you, ha- you lacked a, well, you don't, you, I don't think you lacked this, but you might say that you do like a, a specific like design element, right? We both you can have an eye for this stuff. Right, right. Um, but you're, you, I think, I think where we differ, I'm, I'm way more coder. You can code, you know. You're way right. more design. I yes. can design, but you are so the front man, and I am mm-hmm. so not that. Right. And so, and I think maybe our original relationship failed in like conflicts in and around that, mm. not knowing what each other needed. Right. And so it's like I learned, like uh, you know. You do your things mm-hmm. and we cross over. I do my things, we cross over. But knowing the things that Matt needs, like 
watering the Matt plant and watering the Andrew plant. Right. They're different. Yeah. And like I and I I know sometimes I, I see you like are you're like literally watering me like pretty, pretty <laughs> obviously. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like cause because everyone needs their thing. Yeah. And you but you learn that over time, mm. right? But I think findings yeah, it's finding them is hard. I, I you know, I, I I don't think I'm gonna find another Andrew. No, I mean it took me whatever like almost 30 years to find a mat and i've been trying to start mm-hmm. businesses for forever so right and even that didn't work out yeah and, and then we so, broke up for like yeah a few so years. i don't know i don't i don't you know i've i've had other partnerships i, I partner a lot actually I've, mm-hmm. i you know i was always i always told myself like i'm i'm a bad partner you know mm-hmm. because i feel like i outwork everybody and then i build up resentment for that so I'm like, just, I mean, know, how just, working them is good for everyone else, but for everyone you know. else. But then at a certain point I get to the, I get there and I'm like, I just like carried this whole thing. And I'm like, ugh, and I just kind of get like, I have this like moment of like, I, well, it's not fair. It feels unfair, but also I did it to myself, mm. but then I'm not, but, but the thing is, is like, I'm not capable of, you know, like, uh, like a pace car. I'm not capable of like keeping even a good entrepreneur is obsessed yeah, like you wake like, up, you're yeah. like, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, and it's like, and I'm so bad. I'm, I always was a bad boss. I had to learn this. I was always bad because I expected everyone else to do. I'm like, I'm like, how long did it take you to do that? Oh, you could do 17 more things. Then, like, look how many hours you have left in the day. Come on, like, let's. Like, we have, we have, we could do so much more. And it's like. Not everyone is built like that. Not mm. everyone thinks that way. And also, you own the business. They don't own the business. Or, you know what they I mean? They can't so, ever feel that way. They'll yeah. never feel that way. Yeah. So you have to... So that was a skill that I learned. But I think the idea of that, like, yeah, I guess, like, filling the role and then going back to the partnership thing, too, is, like, not only filling the role, but then placing your... Like, I placed myself in a... Uh, I only own a certain percentage of Lasso. And so I have the ability to like either surpass that, right? In in what is expected of me from a percentage point or lower than that. But, I, but I'm not capable of going lower, right? These so can always I, be renegotiated. They can always be, yes, yeah. of course. But I'm just saying that like I chose to give a certain sh- percentage of a shit to this company and I feel like I'm sort of over exceeding it currently, but then I might fuck off for a month mm. to kind of like readjust. But I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't. And, and I'll tell you, maybe I think the biggest secret mm. of all of it, because, you know, like obviously the whole sexy thing is like us starting a thing and, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, I think the thing that you need to look for, the, the only thing that matters is, uh, no matter what, if there was something related to a business thing with me or whatever, I know that uh, if I needed help, you would be in there, like take your gloves off and you're just going to fucking do it and it doesn't matter and you're going to help me. And the same is true. And I know you know in reverse yeah. because if Matt wins, I win. And if I win, Matt wins. And so I think if you can find somebody with that, it's it, like this specific mm. thing that we're doing doesn't need to make me money doesn't need to make map money doesn't need to advance someone's goals to level three or whatever it's it's kind of this like that could be the it, secret too though 
that that maybe comes with age. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That could. Yeah. These gray hairs speak for themselves. There, there are plenty. Yes. Yep. At least on this side. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, well, I, yeah, I think it's I think it's twofold. Like one, you know, well, three, maybe threefold, like age and wisdom. Mm. Uh, the fact that this thing doesn't need to work out like it can fit like it. We have the breathing room for this project that we're working on to fail. Mm. Right. We don't have insane expectations. We're not going to scream at each other because, you know, something didn't work. And my whole fucking life is riding on this one thing working. And you made a, uh, uh, you forgot to add a semicolon and I just blame you for the whole thing collapsing. And that was part of the initial whatever is I was putting a lot of pressure on things and you're putting, and so then expectations are just misaligned. Yeah. Yeah. Does does this speak to Daniel's question about finding someone though? So no, it's like working together is one thing, but like how <laughs> you do you can even... find you could find a bunch of people? But I think you know we we literally just rolled off an episode uh, talking about rental properties, and I think it's like you could find any house to buy that you could rent, but it's really these like filters that you put in place that says this is not the one, this is not the one. And so I think you have to throw feelers out yeah. and be Not well. Literal. Right. I mean, unless, you know, who knows what kind no of touching. target you're looking for. No, t- no touching. <laughs> yeah. Not even, not even, not, you can't touch at all. No, no, no. Um, you have to know that the vast majority are not going to work out, but like you're going to be getting closer to knowing. It, it'll get to a point where like uh, you're going to meet people and you're going to kind of have an idea of their caliber in the regard of. And I also think too, maybe going into it differently. Cause I, what I just thought about was like, we didn't, I didn't reach out to you because I wanted to partner with you. No. And we wound up partnering like ad hoc in a weird way. Yeah. Like that's like happened a things. lot to me though. Mm. A lot of times in this, in this space, you know, somebody will just be like, Hey, I just want to talk. And it's like, okay, we'll have a coffee or like, but that, you know, um, you reached out to me and it's like, not like, Oh, you reached out to me. It's because you know, it is not at all within my personality to have reached out, you know? And well, so, now I know that. Well, now you know that, <laughs> time, but, but yeah. perhaps that speaks to kind of the dynamic, you know, uh, if you, if you find uh, a mirror, you know, it's not going to work, mm-hmm. you know, I'm yeah, which, as, I mean, which I've, I've gotten in those partnerships where like, we're the same person and, it doesn't fit yeah. for whatever reason. You know, it could work out as French as a friendship, but it, you know, not everybody that you meet and that you uh, find you have to partner with in this space. You know, you can just, you know, there's, there's other things that can be gained from having an online friend who does similar things to you. There's insight that they have that but in the trenches. Off- yeah, there's an there, I mean like uh like you and I work together, but we also work separately in our own on our own projects and I come to you with like a thought or an idea for something that you have no skin in the game about and you're like, "Here's my opinion." I'm like, "Okay, that's truth that's be useful. told, the vast majority of both of our incomes are not tied oh, yeah. at, by any together." Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how long that'll be, but mm. yeah. Hopefully another month or two and then <laughs> <That's it. Yeah. laughs> And we're multi-billionaires. We're we're up there with Bam. with uh with your uh, bestie. Uh, 
me, me, me and Jeff Bezos, I can actually punch Jeff Bezos in the face. I'll be that close to him. I'll be living in his guest bedroom. I'll be like, oh, I got you. I, I just, I made all this money just to punch you in the face. I spent 20 years <laughs> trying to get next to you just to go yeah. to jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Parasite. You know, just spend all that time, like building this whole business just to buy the house that his dad was trapped in. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um, just that this beer was very good. It's a rise and grind. Mm. I need a coffee style. That sounds good. It's mm. too hot out here. Uh, it's, it's garbage weather here right now. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I want to thank Caspar's uh, Selenix for sending in my new middle name, Knight Rider. I hope, I hope I said your name close. Caspar. I would have said, Ka oh, yeah, Caspar's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I want to thank everyone who sent in a question today. We're talking about Daniel, Jason, Alex, Jason, Rob, all the ladies, uh, everyone who sent a question <laughs> today. Uh, keep them coming in, and we'll be doing more shows like this in the future. And uh, this is our first five questions video version. So there you go. We'll see how it works out. Of course. I want to thank Andrew, my man, Drew, for joining me on this yes. episode of Money Lab. Woo! Nailed it. Head <laughs> over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show and feel free to send me in a new middle name like Knight Rider. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Castro, Radio Republic, Stitcher, Pandora, MixCloud, CastBox, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.